0: So earlier today, yeah, my job took the idea of menial tasks to a new height that I never thought would be possible. What? Did okay. you get the Snapchat that I sent you earlier? Uh, yeah. You're Wait,
1: gonna need which one? to start
0: pulling that one up. Oh, okay. So okay, hold on. earlier yeah, today, one of my yeah, one of the people that like she works in the office, and she just came up and she said, "Blake, the sweeteners are mixed up." What? I'm sorry what Wait, what what Blake the sweeteners I'm gonna need you she and she's like come to the kitchen with me and she shows me these two baskets and they are full of sweet and low no. and the other two artificial sweeteners <laughs> and, and then there's come. a bat and then there's sugar mixed in there and she like takes these two baskets and like I'm gonna need you to sort these out by the color what? of the packet. And then she's no, like, oh and, <laughs> oh, and I, not only that, um, she opens the cabinet that's right above it and there's like three other baskets full of these fucking packets and they're all mixed up.
1: Hey Blake, I 100% <laughs> guarantee you in approximately two days, you're going to get there and all those sweetener packets are going to be fucked up again.
0: Like, I know. Not, there's no question. I fucking know. I and mean, I'm like, why am I doing this? So I spent, I kid you, I shit you not, 40 minutes. <laughs> sorting out these packets and putting them into the into the correct baskets. There was a pile on this table that was just... There was so much. I had to put the sugar packets in one basket. I had oh boy, to put yeah. the pink packets of sweet and low in one basket. I had to put the yellow packets in another basket. I had to put the blue packets in a basket. Okay. Calm down. And then there was non-dairy creamer.
1: No, no, child. It's okay. The moment where you finally snap, you're like, "Fuck you, Scotty! Fuck Low to Me! This is nothing! This is a- <laughs> fucking bitch I'm done! I'm, I'm just so creamer. done! Fuck it, Dad. Jesus! Like, you just sort the creamer alphabetically: <laughs>
0: A, B, C, D, E, F, G, Sweet and Low and the creamer. Oh. It was just the worst, and also. As soon as I get finished sorting this, I'm like, I am okay. Fuck this. These things are done. The sugar's all nice. The sweet and lows. All right. I go back to my desk. It's time for me to clock out. I clock out, and then all of a sudden, there's a tornado warning. <laughs> no,
1: I love it. You look at your basket of creamer, and a tornado starts in the middle of them. It mixes all the creamer up again. I've worked so hard
0: on those Ladies and gentlemen, boys and
1: girls, children of all ages It's time, it's time, it's time For a load That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a load I've said a load of BS, ladies and gentlemen uh, That's right, a load of BS. The greatest show on the planet, featuring the two best damn men of all time, and I'm talking about ye, the B to the L A King. That's right, it's Blake. Scotty, (laughs) Scotty,
0: what? Over there is CES, ordering pizzas, (laughs) forgetting his drinks. Scotty Moore. Oh yeah, that's Scotty. The Mountain Dew website has a VR. Just like do you want to <laughs> launch the Mountain Dew VR website? Okay. Do you want to okay, watch? Okay, I'm gonna. The I'm going there.
1: I'm gonna go check out the Mountain Dew VR website. Oh. Let's you just can type watch in Mountain in Dew VR in 360. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Just take a look. At watch what this the is. beat drop. They're just skydiving. It's just some people skydiving. It's just like. Oh, really? Because oh, I have people man. skating. I have a different thing.
0: Yep. Watching watching a three sixty video in not three sixty is weird.
1: Yeah, it's really weird. It's the worst thing on the planet. Um oh. yeah. We started off this show in what is now being officially dubbed the BS what 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 did I call it? The BS Rev up? BS Rev Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like a Mountain Dew flavor. Um but yeah, the BS Rev up which is our our new pre-show. Which is basically where me and Blake sit and bullshit for a couple minutes while we get ready for this show. Uh, yeah, in that I ordered a lot of pizza and we talked about Mountain Dew. But of course, the rev up is only available is going to only be available for our patrons over at patreon.com slash a load of BS. So if you want to get in on all the joy we experience there, go to mm-hmm. Patreon. Starting the show with a Patreon plug this week. It's
0: right. very very and,
1: strange. We don't yeah. do that a lot.
0: If you're one of if you're one of our great listeners who lives in any state but Alabama, and if you want to help with the podcast, but you don't, um, you're not able to donate to the Patreon, just send me a case of Mountain Dew Live Wire.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just do that. So, um, I, I, I forgot to tell one story last week about, uh, about my Austin trip, and it involves my Uber driver, because I don't know if he was racially profiling me. But I do know he saw a small, pale, white boy get into his car, and I immediately hear the radio change to from whatever he was listening to to foreigners, <laughs> um, any foreigner ballad. It was just straight up, just like, well, "What's the song? What's their song?" Uh, I wanna know what love is. <laughs> I want you to show. Oh. And at first, I was oh, like. Yeah. Shit, I'm really offended by this. Like, dude, I know I'm white, but that doesn't mean I listen to this until about five minutes into the ride when I'm like, "What about love? Oh, love really, really a feel about you.
0: What about oh. love?
1: Love? I was just like, "Damn it!" And it was worse because like he was one of the quiet Uber drivers who just kind of like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I was like, "Oh, damn it! I really want to get it with this guy right now." I love... am <laughs> like just he, he getting just all of these and he looks... jams.
0: And the I only thing he says is Don't worry buddy, I got you.
1: <laughs> Click. What about <did> love? <laughs> like it's some really good like Latin like hip hop. And then he's just like, Oh, I see. I see mm. what's what's going on here. Turn around. Oh, every now and then no, I get what? a little bit lonely <laughs> and you never come around. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you, I did not understand your weird, your weird music you had me listening to,
0: you, but you now got I it.
1: understand this.
0: I don't know, I could use something a little with a little bit more flair on it. Alright, hold on, hold on. Freeze frame!
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also, I don't know proper Uber etiquette, because up until the Austin trip, I only rode in the front seat of an Uber. Like I was like their bud. Uh, proper etiquette, now I've learned, is to basically treat it like a taxi and sit in the back seat. And it gets really awkward, because now you're just like, well, now I'm going to get murdered. Like, at least if I'm next to him, I could be like, hey, don't kill me. But if I'm in the back seat, I'm like, I'm useless. It's like being a child. Yeah, I don't feel,
0: I don't feel very good getting into an Uber and getting into the back, because I just feel like, I just feel like, um, like this old, rich person that's, like, got a personal limo <laughs> driver. It's like, Reginald! Reginald! Take Reginald me to the bank. Bill
1: Johnson, if you could drive me to the nearest Wawa. Thank you. Thank
0: you. I've, I've actually, when at the, uh, during the time that I stayed in Orlando yeah. uh, with you and Bowdy, we, when we got to our Uber, I was like, hey, do you mind if I popped in the front seat? He was like, yeah, definitely. Now this dude, I talked about him before, but he was the dude that mixed his own music and he played it and I was like man this is some good Rasta shit Yeah.
1: see I had a nice lady when I got into Austin this woman was amazing like she was just like a good Christian mom and she was just like after this I'm gonna go pick up my baby boy we're gonna go try to find him a toy he really wants because I told her I work at the T-Rex cafe she goes Mm -hmm. his favorite dinosaur is the uh, what's the dinosaur from Jurassic Park the new one or Jurassic World the, uh, Indominus, the, Indominus, the, the, the Indominus... The one that doesn't Kesa. exist? Yeah, she was just like, his favorite dinosaur is the Indominus Rex. I'm like, you know that's not a real dinosaur, right? And she's oh. like, you know, I found that out when I tried to look up <laughs> Indominus Rex toys and it was all Jurassic World. And I was just like... I understand you, lady. and like Oh, me and her, bless
0: your heart. I was just
1: making... Like, me and her are having us a good time talking back and forth about everything. Like, I rarely rate my Uber driver. This time, I was like, no, she's getting five stars. She has to. Because I know mm-hmm. if, like, if I'm ever left motherless, this is my new mother.
0: <laughs> I do. I, I like the you, ones that you can... I love you,
1: my actual mom. Let me <laughs> go after that. But um, She listens to a podcast. I felt really bad because... I, like we developed a bond at this point. I felt like her, her close friend and I was like, "Let me find where they sell Indominus Rex toys because you know you can go on like com and stuff like that." Every website I went on to said the Indominus Rex toy has uh, been is <laughs> stopped being produced. And I was like,
0: well, No! Why would they do that no! though?" Cuz I That's think a they only really had, like, like...
1: They only had, like, two Indominus Rex toys, I looked at. And then one of them, I think yeah. they did a recall on, because it was like, I don't know, fucking murdering kids.
0: Mur- <laughs> really? They just put a tiny Indominus Rex, and it just started killing people. It just started Indominusing all over the place. Yep. Um, Actually, we only sold a thousand of the other ones, because they had Chris Pratt's signature on it. Mm-hmm. So,
1: I, I, I realized something. You ever look back on your past and realize, oh, wow, I was a dick? <laughs> I know no. I have. I, well, yeah, because you're a good person. <laughs> but like a lot of the times when I was a dick, I can look back on and be like, I knew I was being a dick. And so I was a dick. This is a moment I stone cold thought I was being a good person. And it. oh, God, I just now for those of oh. you on YouTube, for those of you on YouTube, I just now realized that Blake said it's like right there. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. He's coming from inside the house. But, no, I, I realized um, I was in high school, and it was basically, it was like freshman year. And it was, no, stop it. <laughs> it was basically everybody who uh, did, was like on A, B, honor roll, you got to get on the intercom and tell people like, Hey, this is how I became on the A, B, honor roll. This is how I got my grades up. You can, too. <laughs> And so every week, people were just like, "Well, I keep a very dedicated notebook of everything I do, or I make sure to do everything the teacher says. This is no lie. what I went on and said that day. Ladies and gentlemen, I am on the a B Ro roll because and I don't take notes. I don't really pay attention that well. It's just I keep the facts that I do know very well in my brain." And I become friends with my teachers, and the teachers care about me, and I care about them. So it's kind of like a friendship thing we have.
0: (laughs) So so you basically just said, I kiss ass like nobody's business.
1: Yeah no I was friends with my teachers fuck you and and then went to a point where I
0: was just like but hey
1: that's how I get good grades you need to find the way you make good grades like taking notes or you know studying hard outside of school or doing whatever you want and I just remember looking back on that and being like oh shit I was a terrible person
0: damn it so Scotty Scotty, how did you get such good grades well I'm just that good scrub get good kids get good
1: Scotty, what advice do you have for the upcoming students? Get good, scrub lord. I'm already killing it up here.
0: Fresh and you food. know, you know, when it comes to grades, uh, it's all about my friendships with the with the teachers and all uh, these teachers are wonderful, wonderful people. wonderful people. Wonderful people. Wonderful people. I had a
1: small loan. A just small loan from one of the teachers. Of
0: small, small A loans.
1: It really helped me get through everything. I got all my good boy points. <laughs> I was a little Donald Trump freshman, just like, it's whatever. It's amazing. It's fantastic. I'm able to get away with whatever I want because I'm good with the teachers, and so you need to be good with your teachers. Don't hate them. Be friends with them. Uh, If only I I could be friends with my teachers. I also, like, I'm going through my list of, like, shit I want to talk about in the podcast, and approximately... 50% of it is all based on stories I have going through the McDonald's drive-thru. Oh,
0: jeez. I need
1: my own segment.
0: Do you know what I found recently looking through a bunch of stuff that I got from Free Comics Day? Uh Uh-huh. I don't know if you can see.
1: Oh, no. No, not Riverdale.
0: Riverdale comic.
1: Now, if Riverdale... Riverdale came out of fucking nowhere. Riverdale was on par with young Sheldon of shit that I did not know existed. And then the very next minute I was like, oh, no,
0: this is I mean, a real shit. thing.
1: I this lived what, in a riverdale
0: is... world. Welcome to sex, Archie.
1: Right? <laughs> like, Did you grow up, like, actually? Because Archie is one of those things that's like you know exists, but you didn't really read. I know I had a solid yeah. month where I was really into Archie, so much so that I made a Jughead hat, and I wore it around (laughs) town.
0: Every time that I saw it, because, like, I never read, I always read the big, like, compendium books that they had. Oh, yeah, So, like, whenever a new Jughead double digest came out, you know, the Betty and Veronica, like, give me all these big books, and just let me read these. I wouldn't read Archie.
1: I was like, no, Archie's a bitch. I'm on Jughead's side. I grew up basically being a fan of the comedic second half of everyone. I was like, no, fuck you, Jughead. Oh, so I bet
0: you hate Riverdale then. Oh, yeah. Because there's none of that.
1: Yeah, doesn't Riverdale turn Jughead into, like, a fucking methodical serial killer?
0: Pretty close, yeah. He's just, like, very, very depressed. He's, like, he's the quintessential 2008 emo kid.
1: Yeah, and, like, I... Doesn't he still have the hat? But it's He's like a still... beanie that's really weirdly shaped.
0: Yes, it is, and it's like ah, you—you tried—you tried to make this, but like it's not. And well, in recent, the
1: other... what I've read is in recent years Archie has gotten a lot darker, but also like it's still Archie. It's unmistakable yeah. Archie when you see it. Riverdale can easily be mistaken for like, oh, this is just some random CW show. This is not
0: Archie. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the weirdest things, I've watched like the first three episodes of this show, and I'm gonna be honest, yeah. I can't not watch it, but it's horrible. Um,
1: so it's like a car wrecking like, show.
0: Yeah. It's got this whole, these whole like stupidly trying to intersect styles where it's like, oh, Archie's is like 1950s Americana. We're going to do that, but we're going to talk about normal 2016 things like it's no big deal either.
1: Wait, so is it set? Where is it set? 2017 or 1950? Because I do like shows like, like The Masked well, where It's modern day. Okay. Where, like, you it, blend, but it's got but
0: some like Twin Peaks level like going back to the 50s thing. It's just like, they have the fucking diner that they go to and it's yeah. like where everybody goes because you go to Pop's Diner and Josie and the Pussycats are in it and and they're all believe... serial killers. They Every are all Archie character killers.
1: is a serial killer. Welcome Arch- to our reboot of Archie.
0: They're all serial killers. <laughs> and just like, the first couple of pages, it's just showing like, Archie and he's like, oh, look at me working at my dad's, like, construction company. Ugh, all this heavy shit that I'm moving, but my biceps are getting swole. I'm gonna rip my shirt off and drink a bunch of water. As a fellow oh, ginger. look at how chiseled fuck Archie you, is. you, Archie.
1: No ginger no. has ever been like, look how ripped. Actually, no, I know at least two gingers who have been like, look how ripped I am. But no ginger claims those as a fellow
0: ginger. Fuck you. <laughs> Looking good, Archie. Oh Jesus! All these women catcalling them. Oh yeah, and he fucks a teacher.
1: Yeah, d- 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 like in the first episode, he fucks one of the teachers, doesn't he? Like yep, Mrs. Weathersby a... gets the yep. big old arch D.
0: Oh it's no, it's Mrs. Rough. Grundy. It's Miss Grundy.
1: Oh, that's worse.
0: Miss <laughs> Grundy. That's
1: a terrible name! <laughs> Mrs. Hump and Grundy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you wanna get with Miss Grundy tonight?
1: Ain't nothing wrong with a little bump and grund.
0: Are you ready for some grunt in your life?
1: Oh, God, no. I'm a big fan of the fact that, like I said, I have a list of stuff I want to talk about on the podcast. And at one point, I just wrote down the poopin' buddy. It's like an AA sponsor, but for when you're poopin'. That's just an idea Hello. I had.
0: Hello, my name is Scotty Moore, and I've been a poopin' buddy for six months now.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's... Personally, I thought you were about like, uh, excuse me, hello, my name is Scotty Moore, and I'm now a fucking millionaire for coming up with Poopin' Buddies. My brand new website. Basically what it is, have you ever had one of those poops that just don't poop? Like, you were like, mm, poop might happen, but, like, it's just, there's going. it's gonna take some real doing. That's why you have your Poopin' Buddy there, and then you can just text your Poopin' Buddy, and just be. they'll be, like, right there on the scene to be like, I'm gonna coach you through this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guide through you through this the... rough
0: poop. It's all right. Here, I brought you some coffee, some black coffee, and an <laughs> enema.
1: Is it bad? I already kind of have like I would, not to not to the text level, but I do have a pooping buddy, and it's one of my friends from work. Because anytime she poops, and she's like a pooping machine, she'll come down and be like, "Oh, I just had the best poop," and I'm like, "Really?" She's like, "Yeah, it was so good." And, like, she's, like, one of the... She's almost a manager, so she'll be, like, upstairs doing stockroom stuff. And people will be, like, on and be like, hello? Why isn't she responding? She should be responding. Why isn't she? Why isn't she? Like, for 20 minutes of all of us worrying. And then she'll come down and be like, hey, guys. Where were you? Pooping. Like, uh, um... Had to explain. (laughs) Had to get with my pooping buddy. had Had to go. So, like, I don't know. I'm just like, you know, if you had somebody to just discuss the darkest, deepest secrets of your poops with, I think you'll be happier in life.
0: Get that pooping, buddy.
1: I like you're just really enthralled with sex, with sex, Archie, right now? This
0: fucking... I can't, really. Like, I've never actually read through this comic book.
1: Yeah. Give me some snippets. Give me some bits and Holy pieces shit. of the best parts of this.
0: Okay. I don't know. It's just... Most of it is just the, um... Miss Grundy was Riverdale High's music teacher. My music teacher.
1: Oh, God, it's my in all caps. My music my. teacher. It's I italicized. Because I'm Archie. Suck all my dicks.
0: But it didn't matter. As time went on, my feelings for her became stronger than for anyone I'd ever met before. Miss Grundy quickly became the most important person in my life. I'm going to play my guitar for her.
1: Is that a real line? Please tell me that's a real line.
0: (laughs) No, no. Oh, oh, but later on, he's just strumming away on his guitar. And Miss Grundy's like, you have potential, Archie. Have you considered private lessons? Oh, no. Miss Grundy didn't have to ask. She saw something in me that no one else had. Not even Betty. My dick.
1: My dick. (laughs) <laughs> I love the idea that like I, I'm fairly sure the BS network is going to eventually become the CW and that we had some early hits and like Supernatural and The Flash but we're gonna have some shows on there that people are like look just let them go they had a creative idea and you know it just got really weird for a minute there and you just <laughs> gotta let them enjoy this <laughs>
0: Just we just need to let the, we're, this is just gonna happen
1: <laughs> this oh. is just something that's gonna happen And you know what else is going to happen, Blake Tanner? What's that? People are going to go to patreon.com slash a load of BS and donate their money. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Patreon.com slash a load of BS. It's the uh, website where if you don't know how Patreon works, all it is, it's almost like a subscription service where every single month you give us a little bit of change out of your pocket, whether that's a dollar, five dollars, however much you want, and it helps support us, helps keep the show going. And of course, we do have some perks on the website. Donate any amount of money and it gives you access to the uh, BS Rev up, the pre-show where we kind of just real that's where the real BS lies. That's are you still enjoying Archie over there? What oh, did you no, find I just,
0: I just love the BS Rev up.
1: Yeah, the BS Rev up. And the, <laughs> no, the the logo design is going to look like the like straight up like a Mountain Dew logo. It's gonna be amazing. But yeah, that's how you get access to the BS Rev Up. Donate a dollar every single month, and you'll get shouted out every week, like our Patreon Saint Deborah a. Moore, like Megan Bolden, like Scott Moore. Donate five dollars, and you'll get weekly motivational videos from me or the Beat, just helping you get through the week, helping you cheer you on, getting your shit done. And then, of course, donate thirty dollars, ladies and gentlemen, thirty dollars, and you will be a member of Miss Grundy's BS Booty Box. <laughs> If you're interested in some private BS, get the BS Booty Box, and every single month we ship to you a brand new shirt designed by us. We create everything we put out here on the BS Podcast, in the BS Network. We are very DIY, do or die, but you get a brand new shirt every single month if you donate $30, and of course, all that is available to you over at patreon.com slash a load of BS.
0: Okay, so there's this one picture. <laughs> you just got. I just serious want to paint this fuck. scene for you. So Veronica's dad has been um, imprisoned for like some type of money laundering bullshit. Wait, what? Or <laughs> okay. Oh, you don't know the reason that she came to town was she was with her mom and her dad like lost his massive fortune. Yeah, because like he was doing some illegal shit or whatever. So like they're have they're forced to sell off all their assets and there's just this picture of Veronica staring at this fucking family yacht that's like fifty feet long and it just has a for sale sign hung on it. That's not how
1: nope, that's not how yachts work. It's just like, hey
0: Hey rich people walking by, you wanna buy these yachts?
1: I like the idea that idea it's in the middle of their yard.
0: Oh god. <laughs>
1: but you know like, like Speaking of big yachts, Blake, I'd like to talk about the original big boat, and that's Noah's Ark.
0: Okay. okay.
1: <laughs> no, I have a... Re- no, that is a bit of a weird segue to the show. Okay. No, I, uh, I was browsing trying to find us some weird news to talk about earlier, and I found a website with a, ch- with a headline that reads, creationist fan fiction features Noah. Fighting giants and dinosaurs. <laughs> okay, this okay, is not okay. a parody. This is not a joke. This is a genuine I... book from a Christian uh, like publishing service called Noah Man of Resolve. Wait, hold on. Did did I just get a knock? Did you? Did I? Not, did I did I just get a knock for pizza? Give pizza me a I'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> This is so much damn pizza.
0: What, what, did, do, what pizza? did you What What the <laughs> fuck did you do? Oh my god, what Oh What did you do? Oh my god, do? that was so great! What what the What the actual fuck? I <laughs> didn't What the real <laughs> fuck? That was and so much pizza. Hold
1: on, this whole bag is just Parmesan cheese. I feel like a drug dealer. Like, let's get this going, man.
0: <laughs> and the tells said cheese, In action. case you're
1: ever curious about the most awkward way to answer the door to get a pizza, Stone Cold do it in a robe, no pants on, and uh, start it with the robe closed, because you're no whore, but the minute they give you the receipt to sign, just let it flop open. So you're just like, hey, how you doing? You having a good Little day bur- there? Would you like to come uh, in and enjoy some of this za with me?
0: The bright side is, you're never going to have to order pizza down there again because you've got enough for, a, like, five fucking days. Yeah,
1: I know, right? Oh, no, it's even better. I didn't... Oh, shit, I forgot to tell you about the greatest pizza experience. We'll get back to Noah's Ark in a minute. But the greatest pizza experience I ever had in my life, which I, w- I was sitting here editing something the other night, and I had ordered pizza. And I from behind, like... I'm right by my window to the outside, and from behind me, I just hear, like, the fastest running, like, and I'm like, oh, shit, someone is, like, trying to get home fast, and then I hear, and I'm like, what, was my pizza man chasing somebody, why was, (laughs) and so I go to my door, I go to my door, and there is a guy, he's just, like, out of breath, like, hey, man. Hey, how you doing? You having a good day? <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too, man. All right, me too. Uh you you had the uh, uh, the, 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 the the two large and the, the the cheese cheese pizza, right? Yeah, yeah, man. And I'm like, yes, I did have that. He's like, all right, well, let me let me t- let me tell you a little story about this. Um, we were out of the <laughs> we were out of the we were out of the crust for the uh for the large pizza. So um, you know, one of them we had one of them perfectly fine, and then. And then the other one, obviously, we couldn't make. So instead, I gave you two extra medium pizzas. And I'm like, "You're you're telling me good news, but in the weirdest way." And he's like, "I know, Sir. man. Right here, here. Just sign this. Sign this, dude. Also, if you if you ever done, have you done the Pizza Hut survey?" And I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Well, you, you like getting pizza delivered to you, right? You're a fat piece of shit. It's whatever. You don't want to leave the home." And I'm like, "All right. <laughs> this is okay, getting okay. weird." So like, do I need to
0: call somebody? Are you okay? No,
1: no, it's fine. It's fine. Just go on this website. You do the pizza Hut survey and you get one, one free or half off. I don't know. I can't remember. Fuck. You get like you get something with your delivery pizza. It's pretty amazing. So just go on, and do your review, man. Have you have you a good day, man? All right, awesome. You are awesome, man. You have a, you have you a good day, man. All right, bye. <laughs> I just you open up the pizza door. box.
0: Then you open up the sh- pizza box and there's an entire eight ball of cocaine in it. I'm like,
1: oh shit, thanks dude. They got me some, guess, he got me some good. real shit, awesome.
0: I guess I, oh. you ordered the special, right? Right, you got you got the special, right? Right. You got
1: that special,
0: special, you right? Special, you got the special.
1: cocaine eight ball special, right?
0: Like, you're not one of our normal special guys, but I thought it was alright. So you got the special tonight, but I thought, okay? I
1: thought it, duh, you needed that special, special. Cool. You know what I mean? Like, and don't worry, man. I
0: made the special myself. I tested the special. I mm.
1: tested this Right before I got here, I tested the special and made sure it was perfect. All right, I should, I should yeah, I'm not going to eat during the show, but damn it. This well, if me.
0: you want to, I'll let you have a piece of Zot while I read some Archie um, <laughs> Riverdale uh, character bios. All
1: right, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Read some character bios. I'm going to eat some cheese bread
0: okay, um, while you do Do you, you want to start with Archie or Jughead?
1: I think, you know what, we've talked about the jugs enough. We need to know about him. We need to know the back story.
0: All right, all right. Jughead's favorite activities are eating, sleeping, and eating again. Besides his tremendous appetite, Jughead is best known for his gray beanie cap. He rarely goes anywhere without it. He's been known as a woman hater, uh, but that's not exactly true. He just avoids complicated romantic situations. Beneath Jughead's exterior lies a sharp-witted and alert person, and he is constantly helping his best pal Archie out of all of his predicaments. In Riverdale, Jughead, played by Cole Sprouse, is a philosophically bent heartthrob who was once best friend of Archie and is now dealing with a rift.
1: What the fuck? I don't know
0: if you can say, yeah, Jughead's a woman hater, but he's a heartthrob.
1: Yeah, Jughead hates women, but he's a heartthrob. That means one thing. Jughead mm-hmm. is a gay icon.
0: <laughs> he's like the Babadook. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god, we got to talk about the Babadook after this. <laughs>
0: All right. Oh, okay. Let's move on to Archie. Let's see what Archie's got. Archie is a small-town boy who is well-liked in his hometown of Riverdale, though his clumsiness tends to anger various school faculty and adults. He especially he's especially liked by girls, uh, namely Betty Cooper and Veronica Lodge. He is forever caught in a love triangle between the two BFFs. Archie, played by K.J. Appa, is an intense, conflicted teen, juggling the interests of several girls, as well as trying to balance his passion for writing and performing music against the wishes of his father. Also, he fucked the fucking music teacher.
1: I really like these bios. They seem like a, hey, this is what they were like in the comic, and this is how bad we fucked up. We fucked up a lot, but I'm gonna let you know how bad we fucked up on this.
0: Yeah, the first part, that's the Archie comics. As soon as you get to the in Riverdale bit, it changes.
1: It gets a little bit worse, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: let's see. (laughs) Okay, Betty or Veronica?
1: Let's do Betty. Let's figure out Betty.
0: Betty is the quintessential girl next door. She enjoys fixing up cars, riding, and taking a special interest in the environment and other social issues. Betty is devoted to Archie, but often plays second fiddle to Veronica for his affections. Betty, played by Lily Reinhart in Riverdale, is a sweet, smart, eager to please, and wholesome girl with a long-time crush on her best friend Archie.
1: (laughs) Best friend Veronica. (laughs) This is...
0: So she turns to her new friend, Veronica, for life advice, much to the alarm of her emotionally unstable mother. Also, Betty and Veronica kiss in the first episode of Riverdale. I
1: mean, you gotta, you gotta get that fan service in quick with it. That was... You gotta you got get that, that
0: fan service.
1: Alright, now, <laughs> I've kind of gotten the theme here. It's, this is what they're like in the comic, this is what they're like in the show. So give me Veronica, and I'm gonna guess what they're like in the show based off of their description in the comic. Okay, right? okay.
0: Um, Veronica is gorgeous, sophisticated, sexy, confident, and very rich. She is ambitious and would someday like to run her father's company, Lodge Enterprises. Veronica has no problem with boys, except maybe Archie. She is forever trying to win Archie's affections over Betty and uses her looks, brains, and money to do so.
1: Okay, okay, I'm getting it. She's kind of rich, she's got a lot of money, mm-hmm. kind of boy-crazy, okay. loves Archie. Okay. Okay, I got this. So Veronica, played by D.J. Qualls in the series, is a is a Vietnam War veteran back from war. <laughs> Uh, what many people in Riverdale do not know about Veronica, however, is her eighth leg. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. She has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight whole legs throughout the show, for which she is mocked endlessly by the other members of Riverdale. What they don't know, however, is how, in a shocking season season one finale, she will consume all of them and their Earth in a in a bidding war to slowly destroy the universe in the name of her father, Lodge Enterprises.
0: Very close, actually.
1: Checks out? Checks out?
0: Checks out. Checks out. Yep. You know what? That was so close, I'm not even going to read the rest of it.
1: Thank you. Okay, cool, cool.
0: That's about it, unless you want to hear about Josie McCoy, lead singer and front woman of Josie and the Pussycats.
1: No, I don't want this spinoff bullshit. I want to know, however, about their newest, the newest member of Riverdale, the Babadook. The Babadook.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Be careful where you look. For in Riverdale, you may run into the, the Babadook.
1: Babadook. I really want to see the Babadook now, but watch it under the... Because, I don't know, we we discovered this while we were watching Captain Underpants, which makes it even better. But yeah. Babadook is apparently now a gay symbol. Uh, the B in LGBT stands for Babadook. Yes!
0: The lesbian, gay, Babadook, trans
1: community, yeah. The uh, yeah, Babadook's community. look was already pretty campy A pale androgynous humanoid With flamboyant top hat black cloak Maniacal smile and splayed jazz hands
0: <laughs> Jazz oh, hands God, love- I'm the Babadook I'm about to kill you motherfucker they like hands. here
1: this is where his jazz hands are
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, And in case you're curious how far They've taken it There's definitely a Babadook dildo now
0: Oh the Babadil.
1: Yep yeah. The Babadook. Ba- no, the Babadong! It's the, Babadong. the Babadong! <laughs> you get...
0: get a little bit of the Babadong in you. If you subscribe to the BS Booty Box, we'll give you a Babadong. The
1: Babadong. Whenever someone says Babadook isn't openly gay, it's like, uh, did you even watch the movie? I mean, it's canon, basically. He I mean, created a pop-up know? book of himself for the drama. It's... That someone who I like to call Fun Murderer just says, Y'all realize the Babadook was just her depression, right? Yeah, and he was gay? It was all just a ham-fisted metaphor for the grief after death of a loved one. Not just her depression, but all the stages of de- grief. No. The Babadook was a man who fearlessly and proudly loved other men in spite of a society telling him that his love was wrong. Like, watch the movie.
0: <laughs> so what if he took it out on families?
1: I really want the shirt that has gay Babadook and it just says I'm Babashook on it. It's Baba very Shook. beautiful.
0: <laughs> I really, really hate to go back to Archie again, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> Scotty, because we're talking about the Babadook, this fits. Are you ready for the Archie horror graphic novels? Featuring oh my God. Afterlife with Archie. Where Archie is
1: zombies. Wait, what? Archie is zombies.
0: Archie is zombies. It's just, it's all of, you see like the silhouettes of Archie, Betty, and Veronica, and they're zombies. And on the front, it's zombie Jughead, because he has a zombie face, his nose is falling off, and he's got the crown on.
1: Let's see. what a, I, I'm now on crack.com looking at four ways Archie has b- gone fucking crazy.
0: <laughs> so, w- the newest uh, release of Afterlife with Archie actually does feature the Babadook, uh, just to bring that back around. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, the Babadook is actually, you know, he's a pretty chill guy when everyone's dead. Like, well, he actually yeah. adds to the love triangle of um, Betty, Veronica, and Archie, and he yeah. like becomes the fourth wheel on that, and because he's like this, Ar- this Archie guy, you know, he's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, eh, Babadook. Um,
0: eh, Babadook. See,
1: apparently, Archie has uh, since the comics have begun made a gay friend and a black friend. Barack Obama <laughs> and Sarah Palin once came to Archie's town and shared a milkshake, which is kind of weird. Um. Apparently, Oh my god, when was this done? Was this 2014, 15? Archie went the distance and fucking killed Archie. What? They killed fucking Archie.
0: The death of Archie?
1: <laughs> the life and death <laughs> of Archie. He was killed. It was called Life with Archie. It was an alternate reality where you've got adult Archie, so it's basically the what if of Archie. And Archie sacrifices himself... To an assassin's bullet that was trying to kill his gay friend.
0: Are you are you sure? Because the version I'm reading is that um, Archie sacrificed himself while fighting Doomsday <laughs> at the penultimate <laughs> battle for Riverdale.
1: And then after, when Doomsday different... killed Archie. Yeah, and then well, then after that, four fake Archies came into play, and you're like, oh no, which one's the real Archie? <laughs> it was very weird. It turns out there was one who was actually like one of Archie's enemies who came back with it in a cloned body.
0: Uh, let's yeah. see what else
1: has happened that's fucked up. Miss Grundy died of cancer. Oh, that's what? right. <laughs> okay. In a 2010 issue of Life with Archie, explored a future where Miss Grundy married Principal Weatherby and then promptly died of terminal cancer.
0: Damn, Archie. What?
1: Oh, there. Here we go. After Life with Archie. Jughead yep. became a zombie and ate his on-off on-off girlfriend Big Ethel at the Halloween dance. Big
0: Ethel? Yeah. Is Big Ethel a real character cuz I do not remember Big Ethel. <laughs> yep,
1: yeah, I, re- I actually do remember Ethel. Um also there was a f- what? There was a made for TV Archie's movie and it is equally bad as R- Riverdale and it features Jughead rapping at random children doing a hip-hop version of Sugar Sugar.
0: We need to watch it.
1: I'm, I've got it pulled up right now.
0: Welcome back to the Archie cast.
1: Welcome back um, to After Riverdale. After Riverdale? <laughs> Let me just send this to you, Blake Tanner. And we're you know what I'm even gonna put it up on screen for everyone to enjoy with us if you're watching with us on YouTube. Let's just pop that right there.
0: You're shy with girls, just like your father. Archie mm-hmm. is straight like Jughead
1: if you've got I'm him pulled up. He's bald, he has a comb, comb over. Come here. Come He's horrifying. He looks like everyone's science teacher.
0: oh my god God. hold on i need (laughs) it's is it to riverdale and back again
1: oh yeah
0: what is is this universe oh my god archie looks like a 40 year old man they all look like they're in their 30s I would like to say this main cast
1: My personal favorite thing about it is the fact that the guy who plays Jughead, if you'll look looks like close personal friend of the show Josh Vinson if he had a real sad life <laughs> 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 Alright ladies and gentlemen and uh, unlike Jughead who is not stylish at all, you can be stylish. <laughs> if you go over to com mm. and pick you up some shirts. Pick you up some shirts from the podcast, like the Whiskey Logo shirt, like the uh, Load of BS Game of Thrones shirt, which I actually really dig. And uh, mm-hmm. I've actually not done it yet, but whatever our next shirt is going to be, I think I'm going to do something Invader Zim themed to appeal to all of the all the people who still shop at Hot Topic out there. And, oh, to all uh, the Jugheads? Yeah, to all those Jugheads out there. But yeah, all that's going <laughs> to be available over at BS, where you can pick up a shirt and make sure you looking good with our faces on it. Sugar, mm. sugar, sh- sugar, sugar,
0: sugar, sugar. Um, burr, 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 burr. Going back
1: to what I literally started the last segment on. Noah is yeah, fighting Noah's dinosaurs. Uh, uh, Okay. It gets, hold on, let me just. Is it
0: because the dinosaurs won't fit on the boat?
1: No, this is post-boat. It makes it even better. Um, <laughs> it's a novelization of Noah's life and includes a scene where a giant holds him captive in an arena where he faces a dino-like grindek. Noah tightens his grip on Rene and hurried into the midst of the crowd with Elam right beside them. The horned grindek continued its pursuit of the m- moving targets, pausing occasionally for a deep thunderous call. call. A supposed non-fiction section in the back says the Deck is based on a Carnotaurus. The
0: Grindeck! The Deck. <laughs> the Deck. You've got to watch out for the grin. Are we in fucking Willy Wonka's chocolate factory it's, here?
1: It's uh, published by Master Books, which also sells creationist homeschooling materials and other Bible-based books. And uh, it's for sale from Answers in Genesis, which is run by a guy named Ken Ham, who uh, he debated Bill Nye a couple years ago. And I'm a big fan of what Bill Kinham has done in his life, including this Twitter article where he, uh, apparently Washington Post claimed that Kinham argued that dinosaurs died in the biblical flood, to which Kinham was very offended at this. He could not believe that Washington Post could be so dumb as to think that he thought that dinosaurs died in the flood. And he responded by saying, we have never said dinosaurs were wiped out during the flood. Get your facts straight. He's actually arguing that dinosaurs were on the boat with the rest (laughs) of the animals. (laughs) (laughs) He says most dinosaurs died in the flood. But those descended from the ones that were on the Ark eventually just succumbed to the same sort of pressures which cause extinction in animal populations today.
0: Noah just haunted them. He just hunted them down.
1: Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Scientists um. agree almost universally that dinosaurs were wiped out 65 million years ago, although researchers continue to study the specific causes. Uh, a comet or asteroid strike, along with massive volcanic eruptions and changing sea levels, all may have played a role. Or, you know, whatever. Dinosaurs,
0: am I right? Fucking dinosaurs. (laughs) You know, I knew people in high school that didn't believe that the dinosaurs existed and that every dinosaur bone was placed into the ground by the government.
1: (laughs) Well, obviously, dinosaurs were on the boat. And uh, if you're ready for just the damn best thing, Ken Ham has ever done said that Ken Ham say that. has oh, opened a giant Noah's Ark attraction in Kentucky <laughs> where you can go on the ark, see animals, and there are caged fucking dinosaurs on
0: the ark. Oh my God, oh jeez. What am I supposed to say to that?
1: Ham said the Ark had 8,000 animal genera, or about 16,000 in total, including some that are now extinct, like the dinosaurs. Without getting into all the math, the 16,000 plus animals would have occupied much less than half the space in the Ark, even allowing them some moving around space, Ham wrote. Along with dinosaurs, NPR reported that there were other eyebrow raising animals on display in the ark, including unicorns.
0: <laughs> I knew they were real. I told you all. We I believe I do, oh my believe, God. In I the do sight... believe in unicorns. I do believe in unicorns.
1: <laughs> the site of the Noah's Ark attraction was given eighteen million dollars in state tax incentives.
0: Oh holy yeah. shit. I oh love boy. this so
1: much. Blake, I want to go. I want to go to this. Uh, I do not want to
0: give this person my money. Although
1: there are about 668 names of dinosaurs, there are perhaps only 55 different kinds of dinosaurs. Furthermore, not all dinosaurs are huge, like the Brachiosaurus. And even those dinosaurs in the Ark were probably teenagers or young adults. So, no Oh yeah, we gotta get babies. some special
0: teen dinos on this one.
1: All teen dinos. Um, Teen
0: Dino Squad.
1: Now obviously, Blake, um, if you're if you're a if, if you're, you know, someone doing a Noah's Ark display and stuff, you're gonna get attacked by those uh by the people who don't believe in Christianity, don't believe in God, and they want to attack you. Um and obviously they're attacking him because he is supporting in their eyes a god who killed everybody on earth. And someone says, if someone kills 99 people but lets one go because he decided they weren't so bad, he's not a savior, he's a serial killer. At which point, Ken Ham went ham on Twitter. Secularists emphasize God's judgment at the flood of Noah's day, but ignore man's wickedness and why a righteous God had every right to judge. Secularists accuse God of being immoral as He judged at the flood, but ignore the fact that they have no absolute basis to make any moral judgment. Secularists mark the Ark encounter because they want to suppress the wickedness of man that were all under judgment by a holy God. He went real damn far. I just, I
0: don't, I don't feel good about this anymore.
1: Whether you believe or whether you don't believe. It is straight up a thing of like, don't judge people. Even God was like, yo dude, let me do this. It's up to me. You don't, you can't ham, don't go ham. Don't go ham on this. Because I kind of leave it up to God to decide. Because there's no way I'm going to be like, nah. He probably gets this. Or he doesn't like this. Like, I'm just going to be like, God does what God does. And I let him do what he does. Um, oh my God. There's a second giant Noah's Ark. They they're making a second one. Oh fuck. There's a second one.
0: Fight. Oh fuck. Jesus. No, I, but don't, Bla- I don't want this to happen. But you
1: know something, Blake? It gets better. Oh no. Because this just isn't some attraction. This is a giant ass fucking boat that's going to boat around to Brazil and everywhere.
0: This boat is not going to make it.
1: <laughs> no, Blake. He's just going to boat his around boat, in a journey This boat is going to be the
0: anti-Noah's Ark. It's going to, like, fucking pull a Titanic. And then, like, it's... It's going to be, gonna, like, an anti-flood.
1: How long is it sailing? Because I would love if it sailed for 40 days and 40 nights. 40 nights. That would be awesome. Uh, but no, See, I like
0: to think that if there is... any beautiful poetic justice in the world, for some reason, like, all the water under this arc just suddenly disappears for 40 days and 40 (laughs) nights. No, I like when you were just
1: like, like the real like the anti-Noah's arc, I love the idea that it gets on no animals and no people. (laughs) They just send it off. No one's Uh. on there. Um, but all of this Noah talk really got me thinking about 2014 hit film Noah which was inspired by the story of Noah's Ark. Now, Blake, did you see this movie?
0: I didn't. I don't even think I heard of it.
1: Well, you'd think that uh, a movie about Noah's Ark and taken from the Bible, you kind of want to be strict about that. People People are very intense about the Bible and making sure everything is accurate. Well, here's the plot of Noah. As a young boy, Noah witnesses his father, Lamech, killed by a young Tubal-Cain. Many years later, an adult Noah is living with his wife, Nemeah and their sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. After seeing a flower grow instantly from the ground and being haunted by dreams of a great flood, Noah takes them to visit his grandmother, Methuselah. They encounter a group of people recently killed and take in the lone survivor, a girl named Elah, as their daughter. Now, all of this... So far, seems very biblical. Like there might be a few things that are here and there Hollywooded up. So I was like, well, Wasn't be Methuselah
0: fine. a man in the Bible?
1: Oh, I said grandmother. It's grandfather. I'm sorry, I misread.
0: Okay, but
1: okay. yeah, like I said, other than that, it seems very on point with the Bible. Let's go on to the next sentence.
0: Noah has a 77 percent fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Well,
1: that's because I think they kind of took took it into their own hands. When uh, Noah and his family are chased by murderers and seek refuge with fallen angels known as Watchers who are confined on Earth as stone golems for helping humans who were banished from the Garden of Eden. So we just okay. took a left turn here.
0: Where, where is this movie going? What is happening? I want to see it now.
1: I've actually, uh, I've not read the rest of it. I just saw rock people and was like, yes. Uh, let's see. Ooh, watchers arrive the next morning and debate whether they should help Noah until they see water spout from the spot where Noah planted the seed. Once a forest gl- grows instantly, the watchers agree to help Noah and his family build an ark. So... Uh, you know, Noah couldn't build this on his own, so a bunch of rock people from space did it. Um, (laughs) after birds fly to the ark, Tubal Cain arrives with his followers and confronts Noah. Oh my god, the guy who killed his dad? Uh, Noah defies Tubal Cain and remarks that there is no escape for the line of Cain. Oh shit, this is some Undertaker level shit now. (laughs) There is no escape for the line of Cain. Uh, Tubal Cain retreats and decides to build weapons To defeat the Watchers and take the Ark As the Ark kneels completion, animals of various species Enter and are put to sleep with Incense, cause fuck it, right? With Ela having become Enamored of Shem Wait, what? The adopted daughter Whoa. Wanting to fuck the son, okay That's a turn you can make Noah goes to a nearby settlement to find we- wives For Ham and Japheth but upon witnessing the settlers exchanging their daughters for food, he abandons his effort and begins believing that the Creator wants whoa, this plot just this plot just took a turn. He abandons his efforts and begins believing that the Creator wants all of humanity dead. okay back at the ark, he tells his family that he will not seek wives for his younger sons, so Ham and Jepheth went on to become the first gay couple. in history
0: fuck off boys
1: after the flood they will be the last humans and there will be no human generations
0: whoa this movie had Russell Crowe Jennifer Connelly Anthony Hopkins and Emma Watson in it well
1: gets better devastated that he will be alone his entire life Ham runs into the forest Name begs Noah to reconsider but when he will not she goes to Methuselah for help Later in the forest, Hila encounters Methuselah Who cures her infertility Which, you know, hadn't been mentioned yet But apparently Hila was infertile Cause you gotta make that Hollywood money Meanwhile, Ham, searching for a wife on his own Befriends the refugee, Nael After it starts raining, Tubal Cain becomes angry That he was not chosen to be saved And incites his followers to make a run for the ark Noah finds Ham in the forest And forces <laughs> Ham to save himself Wait, what? Forces him to save himself <laughs> How dare you? Save yourself, but leaves Nael to die when she is caught in an animal trap of one of the sinners' set. What the fuck, Noah? Noah
0: just went on some hard shit. Noah don't give a fuck anymore.
1: Noah's family enter the Ark except for Methuselah, who remains in the forest and is swept away by the rushing waters just after he has found berries to eat. Okay. The Watchers hold off Tubal Cain and his followers as long as possible, sacrificing themselves to protect the Ark from the mob before ascending to heaven. Is it better my eyes, like... You know John C. Riley in uh in Guardians of the Galaxy? That's kinda yeah. what I see the watchers as, and I know that's wrong, but I just see him like, hey, how you doing? Hi, Are you're cool. You? Hi, hey, your name's Noah. What's up, man? Um oh, As I don't the know. flood as the flood drowns the remaining human... God, this is just reminding me how fucked up Noah's Ark is. Uh an injured yeah. Tubal came. Whoa! Whoa, whoa, whoa! An injured Tubal Cain climbs onto the ark and solicits Ham, playing on anger towards Noah for allowing Na'el to die. Ela discovers what? that she is, yeah. Tubal Cain climbs onto the ark and is just like, he's like defeated defeatedly, like, "Hey, fuck your dad, Ham." Um, Ela discovers that she is pregnant as the rain stop and begs the creator to let the child live. Noah interprets the ending of the rain to mean he must ensure the existence of humans and, against his wife's protest, resolves that. If the child is a girl, he will kill her. Was this in the Bible? What? Well, if it's a girl, you gotta kill it. Months pass and Elah and Shem build a raft to escape Noah's resolve, but Noah discovers and burns it. Noah is batshit crazy! This is like 121 Cloverfield Lane on this bitch! What the f- what? I wait, I really wish Noah was played by. Oh God, what's his name? Oh God, I can't remember his name right now. I can picture him in my head. Um. Uh, what what was his name? He was on Roseanne. Yeah, John Goodman.
0: I just oh, really yeah. want
1: John Goodman playing Noah in this. <laughs> he just goes great, like, hey, fuck you. Um, let's see. Hila then starts feeling labor pains and gives birth to twin girls, so Noah's gonna have some work to do today. Well, Noah... In the oh, meantime, fuck. Ham is called Noah, letting, telling him the beasts are awake and eating each other. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Tubal Cain emerges and attempts to hit Noah. Noah and Tubal Cain engage in combat. Shem promises Ela that Noah will not harm their daughters and goes to stop him. He attacks Noah as Tubal Cain falls to the ground, only to be knocked out. Cain eventually forces Noah to the edge of the raft, but Ham kills him with a dagger before he can shove Noah into the ocean. Noah (laughs) picks himself up and immediately goes to find Isla and the babies. He is confronted by his wife, who lies and tells him it was a boy, but he does not believe her. He goes to find Isla on top of the ark. She cries and tells him to wait to kill them until she can calm them down, and she doesn't want them to die crying. This is not the Bible! This is not in the Bible! I don't remember Noah prepares to stab Isla's twins but he spares them upon looking at his da- da- granddaughters and only feeling love. Upon exiting the ark on the new land, a shameful Noah goes into isolation in a nearby cave because, you know, he just tried to kill two good. Babies. <laughs> good. No, fuck off, Noah. Making wine to dry- drown his sorrows. You don't deserve that. Fuck you, Noah. Ham expressed disappointment for his father's current state of unseemly drunkenness and nakedness before leaving his kin to leave alone. Having reconciled at the behest of Hila, Noah blesses the family as the beginning of a new human race and all witness an immense rainbow. What the fuck? This is not the Bible. This is not how any of this works.
0: I don't... okay, So, Scotty, I want you to guess what the budget for Noah was.
1: Oh, I'm on Wikipedia. I can see it. $125 million. All right. Have you seen the box office? Approximately twice that.
0: Jesus. So
1: they made a dollar for every dollar they spent. Damn, Uh. Noah. Noah's fucked up. Noah is like... It, oh, that this explains things. It was directed by Darren Aronofsky.
0: Who <laughs> um, was just like, man, let's fuck some shit up today. Hey, you remember Noah? <laughs> yeah, we all we all got the script. Yeah, take that shit, throw it out the window. I know what we're about to do.
1: Welcome to Darren Aronofsky's uh, David and Goliath, where Goliath was actually a decent human being who was only slightly tall, and David was just a real big racist the whole time. Mm -hmm. And at the end of it, they end up holding hands while they both get stabbed at the same time. It's like, wait, what the fuck is this
0: movie? Huh. Then David becomes this huge, like, tyrant that just conquers the world. (laughs) They're both played by John Goodman. What, oh, God. It, what
1: the fuck? How is this not Art Riverdale? Noah, how come no one can like just sit and be like source material? Let's do this. It's fine. So um, Blake Tanner, where
0: can they uh, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me in a cave, drowning <laughs> my sorrows in wine that I've made. Um, but after I get back, you can find me at Blake A Tanner on Twitter. Um, on the Darkroom Vidya, room Vidya—that's dark room V I D Y A—where um I do some video game uh videos, playing through something called *Biting Kaitos* now. It's a real fun RPG. Um, yeah, and that's you'll find, and I'm also gonna be reading the newest issue of *Betty and Veronica*.
1: Oh well, uh, and Scotty Moore is a fun, loving, happy guy who you can be found on Twitter at Scotty Mo. S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. He hangs out with his friend Blake Tanner all the time, and they cut up all the time and have great friends. On Riverdale, Scotty Moore is played by John C. Riley, and he has an edge to him, and he writes books like Queezle Corp. Q-U-E-Z-A-L-C-O-R-P. You can buy that on Amazon. Also, he's a serial killer. He kills everybody in a fit of rage in the end of the season.
0: <laughs> and Scott, uh, had make sure, no. Scott had no.
1: And make sure he's also known for his hat that he wears it's a cool hat it's, it's a hat and, uh, it's, it's his face <laughs> it's a nice hat and of course uh, make sure to rate to us on iTunes subscribe to us that way iTunes can be like hey these guys are kinda cool help us out just rate us subscribe to us and as always ladies and gentlemen you can find us at aloadofpurebs.com you can donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash bs. find us on Facebook follow us on YouTube And, as always, you can find both of us on Twitter at a load of pure BS. Accept no substitutes, you bitches, and we will see you
0: next week. Boom, baby!